All right, we're back with another episode of the Work Boys Podcast, 1-1 Snake Eyes. And uh, we're going to get into a little bit of XFL, a little ESP. Welcome back. Take it to you, make it. America's favorite segment of baseball. Baseball. We're talking actually baseball. Baseball stayed relevant for this whole wintertime, which is absolutely insane. Top five athletes you hate. And then finish it off with Gary's thoughts. Uh, all right, let's get into it. It's Wednesday, February 12th, coming to you on a Wednesday, the Water Boys podcast. And the XFL is officially back. 19 years later, both our teams, the D.C. Defenders and the Houston Roughnecks, both 1-0. Surprisingly pretty good football. It was decent football. We we did the same thing with the AAF when it started. Everyone got all excited because the first week was good. We, we want this to work. But I'm not – listen, I enjoyed watching football this week. I had money on it. Fucking Dallas ruined my four-team parlay. But for what I saw, I enjoyed. And I'm not going to sit here and say I sat and watched the full game. But I, I tuned in and tuned out, and it was it was okay. It yeah, was watchable. It was a, it was a scroll, your, scroll your social media game. You know, you're, you're looking yes. up every so often. You're scrolling Twitter. You're scrolling Instagram. You're doing things around the house. It was one of those games. But it was nice. It was nice to have football. Um the over-unders were, besides the L.A. Wildcats-Houston Roughnecks game, they were high. I mean, the that— spreads were out of control. Yeah, that 9.5 on, um, there's two on teams. New York Guardians? There, no, was two, Guardians. there was two teams that were favored by nine points. I think D.C. was a nine-point favorite. I think Dallas was Dallas. a nine-point favorite, and they lost. They lost outright. And the Not game, right. I think, finished with, like, 25, 26 points, and the over-under was, like, 53. So like I don't know who the last that Dallas uh, St. Louis game was awful, absolutely awful, and then borderline unwatchable. That's when that's when I was like, okay, maybe we have a problem because and the interesting thing is with DC and Houston, the quarterbacks played well. Cardell Jones made it like the crazy thing is Cardell Jones has only had eleven starts since high school. He started eleven football games since high school because he came in. he came in he like came in what, for RJ the was it RJ Barrett? Yeah, it was like the week before the college football playoffs or something like that. Because no, it, was, um, it wasn't RJ Barrett. It was like JT. No, no, not JT RJ Barrett. JT Barrett. But it was um, it was somebody before that. And then like, didn't he get hurt or something like that? And he had to come play in. He was like a third string quarterback. I don't remember who it was. That feels I forever ago. And that was Barrett. Only, that I was thought only senior no, year. I thought it was uh, Barrett got hurt. And who was ahead of him? It was a Malik Zaire. No, <laughs> no, but I felt Malik Zaire. <laughs> he was supposed to be the next best thing. Um, yeah, whoever I think he it was, still was playing college football. That was senior year of, of college, and my mind has just melted that I don't even remember what was five years yes. ago. Um, all right, so you didn't you you thought the football Braxton was Braxton Miller. Miller. Braxton Miller. Is it, Bra- is it Braxton Miller? Let's go with Braxton Miller. Yeah. Um, all right. If you thought the football was okay. The announcers were awesome. Greg Olson, like don't Greg don't, don't go back job. Don't go back to the field. No. He uh he should just go ahead and do this full time. I mean, I don't know why he would go back. I thought I thought he was better than Tony Romo. There. I said it. I'm, I'll, I'll, 
you're not too far off. I don't not. I think Tony Romo is very polished and whatnot, but I thought his analysis and, and his feel for the game, uh, talking about Greg Olson here, was just as good. And he's he's sneaky. I'm going to say, he's sneaky kind of hot. I don't know. That flowy yeah. blonde hair, mm-hmm. way hotter than Tony he's Romo. Got that, he's got that rugged, kind of looks like Dexter look, like yeah. if Dexter was blonde. It's like football and shredded. Uh, women like football. Gays like football. I like football. I like to see someone who's good looking in the booth. Jim Nance, he's not doing it for me. Phil Sims, when he did it, he's not doing it for hey, me. Listen, I have no problem admitting a man's hot. That's the oh, only problem with that. Yeah. If you're comfortable yeah, with your sexuality, you I do. My butts, my butt still gets wet for Leo. That was a lot, but it does. He, he, we'll go off tangent for a second. Leo has his body must be insane because he's just he fluctuates from like skinny fat to like in shape. Like I saw him at the Oscars in shape. Saw him two months ago in a photo on a beach, just dad bod hanging over his belt. I don't understand. Um, so yeah, but he's got an eighteen year old smoke show with him every time, so he can do whatever he wants. It's also true. The guy, um, the guy goes to the beach, looks hot in movies. And then just puts out A plus performances year after year. That's true. He did get to, well. He did get a little snubbed. Um, the interviews, the interviews the, on the sideline. Yeah, little only much. One f bomb. Only one f bomb. Yes, but they do it too much. They need to let the game breathe a little bit. I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to make it different. It's not supposed to be the NFL B. Like I know they're trying to do things a little bit different. The broadcast needs to be cleaned up. The broadcast. Steve Levy did an awful job. I don't know if you listened to him. He was terrible. Yeah, he, was he on, needs to stick to hot. Was he on the Guardians he game? Was the first, he was on. I want to say he was the Defenders game. The first game okay. was Steve. That Levy. one. I watched that one in a bar, so uh, that's why I didn't. I didn't hear. But, um, but the but the interviews. Diana Rossini running all over the place. That has to be so like time-consuming and just out of breath and whatnot. There was this other interview on a viewer. She was going after the quarterback, and the quarterback, like, had to go on the field. He, like, basically told her, like, no, I can't interview right now. I have to go. Yeah. I get what they're trying to do. Again, they're trying to make it different, and they're trying to, like, give us something we've never seen before. But you know for a fact, like, that's never going to happen. You know, um, Aaron Andrews isn't going to be running down Carson Wentz when he runs on the field. It'll never happen. I think the sideline reporters was a little much. Yeah, teams would put a kibosh on that. Like owners would go yeah. nuts. Um, and, I, I mean, mean that's that's the nuts. difference when you when you start up league. They went nuts for the I'm seeing ghosts, and that what I I didn't think that was that bad. Like, but like no, the Jets, the Jaguars did a great job of trolling him the next week. It was. Um, it, it was an all time troll job. I don't know why you need less interviews. I need more interviews. Give me everything. I want him to be in the tent. I want him to be in the locker room while some guy's getting an MRI on his ACL. Here's a question for you. Here's a legitimate question. If they made one XFL game a week, pay-per-view, unfiltered, every single player mic'd up, would you pay for it? Let's say it's 15 bucks a week. That was 2001. But but they bring this baby back to today. I don't think a mic'd up player would get me, like, so juiced up. Like... Mark Trestman might be the most boring guy in the world. He's I mean, the worst for, person in the world. For being an offensive genius and only scored like seven points. It's oh, and <laughs> here, what were they down? 17 nothing, and he kicks a field goal? Kicks a field You're goal. down 17 nothing. You kick a field goal. You can try and score a touchdown, 
and then get three more points. You could have made that a 17 to nine game. The rules allow that. With one score, you can have nine points. Vince McMahon should have walked down from the suite yeah. and just fired him immediately in the you're fired. Um, and I hate to go ahead and I, I'm going to go ahead and just give part of my take a shout out because I was listening to them talk about it and they basically said these guys are still they're just smiling at me really weird. It's making me uncomfortable. <laughs> I just but I thought um, you're fired. It's was like great. these guys who. I thought my year fired was great, and you didn't give me any I'm, kind of applause there. So. I was, I'm a journalist, okay? I'm a journalist. I try and keep a straight face. But, like, they gave a good point. Like, the, all these coaches are, like, guys who are trying to become relative again, and they're just out there coaching for their job already. They're like, no, 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 no. Can't do anything too risky. The Wildcats fired the defensive coordinator. Right, Damn right they did. It's like, because yeah, you can't. That's because they're out here trying to win championships. That's what the LA Wildcats do. Also, if you name, if you're a professional team, or if you're a startup team, if you're a little league team, do not name your team the Wildcats. It's an awful name. Stop that and the Cougars. Stop doing it. It's a dumb, bad mascot. You're not wrong, but I want to go back to Pep Hamilton, where it's like if you yep. let PJ PJ, uh, fuck, why is it? Why do I forget his name? PJ, the guy from Temple. PJ, PJ, PJ Walker. Oh, oh. If you let PJ Walker throw for four touchdowns on you, as a guy who watched PJ Walker for his whole career, uh, love PJ Walker, holds a very special place in my heart because all Temple oh. quarterbacks, past and present, have been absolutely terrible. They, but you can't let PJ Walker throw four touchdowns on your ass. It's also you Pep Hamilton's the head coach of the defense, DC Defenders. Don't 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 get him fired. Who they fire then? I, like I don't DC. know. Well, they fired the the LA Wildcats. You're- Fired. You're a big team. You're a big. You're a big time defenders family. You don't I know Pep Hamilton's the head coach. Listen, we're one to know. We're one to know. We're on our way to the top. I already have a future six to one on them. Um, <laughs> if you give me PJ Walker versus Cardell, I'm taking PJ all day. Guy's got big oh, no. game experience. He almost. He almost beat Notre Dame. Almost. Almost. Cardell Jones has no distractions. Remember, he doesn't play school. So it's not like he, he like. It's not like he plays like. The game of life. He doesn't pay taxes, probably. doesn't play taxes. Awesome. He doesn't play. But the thing is, he, he might not play film either, which is scary. So, like, that could yeah. be. That could be. I, also, I also don't think he plays gym. I think he's like, I'm going to go have, like, nine or ten drinks, eat five burgers, and then just go rifle footballs around. I think that's his life. Oh, yeah. He's on the Jamarcus Russell diet. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, speaking ooh, of Jamarcus Russell ooh, diet. Ooh, ooh. I bring saw, him back. I. That'd be nice. You saw Kaepernick. He's too pricey for the XFL. Yeah, they were talking about that, too. Like, the XFL, I would be so bought in if the starting quarterbacks were P.J. Walker, because we can't lose him, Cardell, just give me Johnny Manziel, suit Tim Tebow up and run his ass out there, go get me Jalen Hurts, because he's not going to play in the NFL anyway, so just go get me Jalen Hurts. Cause I don't think so. Let's do that. You think- now, who's going to draft Jalen Hurts? I think he's going to get drafted in the first round. That's insane. Well, there's insane teams out there that are idiots. Okay, Robert Griffin the third. Give me him in the. Give me him in the XFL, and then like, oh, Kenny Hill, Kenny Trill. Give me him in the XFL. Just give me these college quarterbacks that just rocked my world and now don't play in the NFL. That's what I want. 
Did you see Johnny Manziel's tweet that uh, came out on Saturday? And it was like, hey, feeling the best I've ever felt in my life. And then he tweeted like that. 10 minutes later. And it was like, man, when that red light of the jewel goes on, it's so sad. <laughs> it's just went. It's went <laughs> oh, like, Johnny, damn yeah. it. Like, good to see Johnny still Johnny. It's like, you know, conveniently on the Saturday that the XFL was starting, Johnny Manziel's tweeted for the first time in like six months. Or pivot real hard and to go big three style and just bring back McNabb, Brett Favre, maybe Jason Campbell. I'm sure he's not doing anything. Quincy Carter, go deep back. Quincy Carter. Oh, he sucked. Quincy Carter was awful. He was awesome to play against. Like Monday night, Quincy oh, Carter. Cordell Stewart. Bring Cordell Stewart back. That would be a good one. Jamal Lewis is going over, dudes. You think, you think Mike Vick could play in the XFL? I just watched the 30 for 30. He still looked okay. Looked a little, he looked a little fat. He looked a little fatter. Yeah, but he's still got that rocket arm. Yeah. Who's, it, it, the starter in the NFL right now, in the next three years, which starter in the NFL do you, ex, in the NFL seeing start in the XFL in the next three years? My bet, Baker Mayfield. Tua. Tua. To the XFL. Tua to the XFL crazy. Joe Burrow to the XFL. The Bengals are shopping that first pick because it said he didn't want to be a Bengal. I I want to get my two a point. Two to the XFL, $30 million a year. One year. One year just to prove that hip's okay. $30 million a year. I think that might be the only year the XFL exists, but I'm okay with that. One year, two is dominating. Well, they they just like... They just open up a, an Alabama XFL team, like the Alabama Aardvarks, and it's just Tua, yep. and he just sells out every... And then Derrick Henry, because Derrick Henry's got like three years left. Yeah. Mark Ingram's um, going to retire by then. Julio Jones is going to retire by then. You just... You just just, uh, just roll back. Yeah, the 30-plus the 30 Alabama team. Trent Richardson? But A.J. McCarron. Where's Trent Richardson? He's the all-time leading rusher in the AIF, and he's not in the XFL? This is nonsense. The Birmingham Iron revert, like, brought his career back from the dead. Yeah. Actually, that's a good question. He must be hurt or something like that. Um, or high. Could be very high. Um, challenging place. I love Wait. that they break out the Xbox controller. One second. Frank Gore to the XFL. Ooh. All-time he's not league. done. Yeah, I, he's I not done. He's he's never gonna retire. I don't think. No, he'll be in the XFL. He yeah. might start his own league to keep playing. Just play in the backyard, a little backyard football. Yeah. Frank yeah. Gore. Get a camera. And it's just Frank Gore running around in boxer shorts. <laughs> Balls just flapping back and forth. <laughs> oh, the challenging plays. If the the NFL has to adapt that. You just have to. They to hear the conversation? To hear the conversations. That, that would just, you know what? It would be probably a PR nightmare, and it probably wouldn't work because someone would be scared and they wouldn't want to do it and whatnot. It would get backlash from, does the NFL officiating crew have like the NFLPA for officiate, for officials? I feel like they should, right? No, I I think there's like the, the, uh, the officials union. I think the, the officials have their own union. Okay, well... They went on strike and the players didn't, remember? Remember the, the backup refs? Oh, yeah, because we used contractors yeah. or something like that. Yeah, we were getting, like, yeah. like high school refs. That was refs. great. That was fantastic. Like the Doug Peterson of, like, high school refs we were using. Um, <laughs> we, 
that. We we just need to like we we need that. I mean, how awesome would it have been if uh, the New Orleans Saints um, rally Rams call from last year was we were in the booth on that one? That'd be awesome. Yeah, it would be cool. I also I don't want to jump off of it too fast, but the kickoff rule is electric. I had that. I had it on my sheet. I had it on my sheet. The conversions and the kickoff yeah. rule. The kickoff rule. The conversions. The conversions. I'm. A, like, I can do without the conversions. I, do I like the tradition. I like the traditional scoring of the NFL. The kickoff though is fantastic. Yeah. It's perfect. It's like perfect answer to bring the kickoff back because yeah. now there's no such thing as a field position game in the ex- in the NFL when you're talking kickoffs. It's either going to the 25 or you're getting maybe to the 28. Like you're not returning kicks very often. Those elite athletes in the NFL with that kickoff rule, unreal. Also imagine some guy like Pat McAfee with like 80 yards to fucking run down there and tackle like Josh Cribbs and give him his 19th concussion. I'm all in on kickers getting full speed. Because they either get they either kill somebody, embarrass somebody, or get killed and don't play anymore. No, I really, I really like the kickoff rule. And I, I assumed that, like, oh, my God, this is so easy for people to return back. But it's actually not. Like, because you have to, like... No, it's not. Because you actually have to, like, like, you actually have to block instead of, like, just throwing your body into somebody. Yes. But, like... Also, it just... Like, so I forget... I forget what they said. When the XFL failed last time, the NBA, the NFL took a rule. I think Sky if it Cam. were to go away, Skycam, Sky, that's it. Took Skycam. They took Skycam. I actually think that you're going to see this kickoff happen in the XFL, in the NFL. I think I, that's the rule that's going to come. It, the funniest thing is, like, when you actually allow, like – your organization and like your executives up top and stuff that decide these rules and just throw out fucking ridiculous ideas. Sometimes yeah. you actually get one that works. And I feel like the NFL yeah. is just so old school and whatnot that like they see, like I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was brought up before in an XFL meeting in some kind of way. And they're like, oh, no, 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 no. That's a, that's a dumb idea. That would never work. Yeah. You know? Because I, they don't want to change the game too much or it makes it look different. But like, I understand what they did with the extra point and, and making it because it was an irrelevant play. But if you're going to use that argument, you've made the kickoff an irrelevant play. It's like 87% of the time it's a touchback. It's nothing. It's not worth mm-hmm. watching. And now at least – like I like that they have to kick a 30-some-yard field goal because it's not 100%. It makes it – like you have to think about it. And now you have guys going for two. And I just – I think the NFL will have to adopt this at some point because I think it's going to be popular and football fans are going to be like, no, this is the right way to do this. Yeah. Um, have you seen the promoted tweet that the NFL is running on, like, on Twitter right now? No. Um, it's just like, this is what we've eliminated. And, like, one of them's like, the wedge block. And I was like, oh, man, I kind of missed the wedge block. <laughs> the wedge I, I block missed the so wedge. The only you- time, the only reason I love, no, it was the wedge buster on oh. kickoff. I just ran as hard as I could. And I'm going to go ahead and say it sucks. Like, yeah. also, I got, got to be on the wedge a couple times. Whew. Baby, yeah. you're you're. I've been on both sides of it. You're eating some, and you're also handing a lot out. The being in the wedge, especially like I was a bigger guy in high school, still under this day. You lock up with another big guy, and you just see the one kid who who kind of sees the angle, and you're like, oh, 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 here you yeah. go, buddy. You're done. You got the wide receiver on the outside. You're like, oh man, you're yeah. playing special teams. I'm gonna 
there's no, fuck you up. That's that's one of the best feelings in, in sports. The other best feeling, if you ever played the cross, we call it the buddy pass. When goalie just tries to loop one, and you have a guy just looking up, and you're like, oh, my God, I have 10 yards of full steam to plow you into the ground. There's nothing better than a clean shot cross. You get a penalty every time, but it's worth it. Get the boys going with one of those. Maybe you're down one or two. You take a five-minute lock just to get the boys going. Boys being boys, boys being dudes. Yeah, like- you got the you gotta get the boys buzzing, get the game back on your side. It'll get a little bit of momentum going. So, I think the- that's what Mike Miles Garrett was. Miles Garrett was doing. I think he was just trying to get the boys going. So he took get his helmet off yeah. and took a swing. Yeah, the boys going. Yeah, nothing to do. It had nothing to do with it only being three seconds left. But he was trying to get the boys going. Trying to get the boys going next- for next week. Yeah. He Next fired week. me up, and I'm sitting on my. I was sitting on my couch. Yeah, I stood uh, up. The only other two things I have here: the Bud Light Seltzer Lounge. Um, the NFL needs yes. to adopt that. Yep. Uh, I I want a Bud Light Seltzer Lounge immediately. Like I'm gonna go ahead and say I haven't had Bud Light Seltzer. Let me go ahead and say it's okay. I love beer. I love beer. I'm a big seltzer guy at this point. Yeah, I, I mean, a seltzer, a nice seltzer in the summertime, nice little black cherry white claw. But see, I'm a lime guy. I'm a traditional lime. I like the lemon one too. Lemon's pretty good. But where you get like you mix them together, mm, don't go too crazy. I know I'm basic. I know I'm basic. Um, speaking of basic, I've gotten into lattes this week, so I need to work on myself. Okay. Um, but. But the seltzer, the seltzer thing is a, is a nice change of pace, especially for an Eagles tailgate. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and take some heat on this. You, if you drink 12 beers in Eagles tailgate, you walk in weighing a billion pounds to the football game. You drink 12 Trulies, your flight is a feather, and you feel great. You have a nice little sandwich and maybe one beer because I don't have billions of dollars to drop on beer at the stadium. But the seltzer, good work, big alcohol, bringing in the seltzer. I'm not gonna kill you on the bullet seltzer take because. I think that's just you showing your maturity. Like back when we were like 18, 19, 21, 22. Yeah. We wanted to drink as many beers as possible and it didn't matter. A zillion beers. A zillion. Yeah. Fuck that. Um, We we, we wouldn't, we could bounce back and we wouldn't feel like fat motherfuckers and, and, and walking in. But now, man, you have like six beers. You're like, Oh, watch out for the fat fuck coming through. You know, I can't get through the fuck. I mean, I feel that way the majority of my life regardless, but especially when I drink the other beer. Oh my god! I feel like I fucking have a muffin and my my I'm fucking wiggling out of my fucking shorts. Um, I drank too many beers this weekend. I, I'm a, I, I got to go back to the seltzers. I hit beers hard this weekend. Vodka soda. It's coming up. It's and then you hangover much, time. And then you have too much vodka sodas. And you're like, wow, why the hell did I get blacked out by 10:30? It's like, oh yeah, I had six yeah. vodka sodas trying to. Yeah, that, that's not showing our maturity right there. Like, oh, I'm going to stop drinking zillions of beers and start just pounding hard alcohol. Like, nah, beach season's coming up. I got to start drinking some vodka sodas. Like, yeah, you, like, threatened to punch the bartender last night. We had to put you in bed by 1030. It's like, ah, I love know. how sometimes you got to risk love the, how the Bud Light. I love how the Bud Light seltzer lounge turned into us just being like, oh, we're old and can't drink anymore. God, People think we're like 37, fucking 27. Um, life. <laughs> life. Life. Um, Bud Light Seltzer Lounge. Uh, I need I need everybody to party like they just won the NLCS. That's what I'm just yeah. saying. Um, oh, Jerry Glanville, who I guess well, he, that was, is. he was a prominent defensive coordinator in the NFL or head coach in the NFL. He wore two headsets. Uh, he's, 
He wasn't the center fielder for the Phillies for a few years. That's Doug. No, he was Doug. No, 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 no. He he wore two headsets though. One on I each saw one. that. That was wild move. <laughs> That's it. Nothing <laughs> yeah. else. Um. All right. Yeah. Oh, and uh, the SFL future. What do you think of the SFL future? I'm excited to see what happens when March Madness starts and baseball starts. That's a good point. Um. Because I don't think people are going to care. I am skeptical. Yes. I, listen, I would love for there to be, because I'm never going to be an XFL fan until there's a Philadelphia team. You put a team in Philadelphia, I'll start watching it. Half what about left. South Jersey? Yes. Play at the you old River Shark Del- Stadium? <sighs> I think they're knocking that baby down. Oh. Play at the BB&T Stadium. Oh. Get Dave on retainer? Get Dave? Wow. Yeah, get Dave, Dave, Dave on retainer. That'd be unreal. I'd be the world. I would sell all my Eagles merchandise and just be an XFL guy. Dave is shacked up at the Lowe's Hotel in Philly just for the next six months. And he's, oh, yeah. What are you doing this week, Dave? Uh, I got to go play at the BB&T after this battle. Uh, I got to go play ants marching for the 50th time yeah. with these assholes. I'm also, can we just stay on Dave for a second. I'm still really upset he's not coming to Camden this year. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to put in some eulogy music. Go ahead uh, as you you go on this. Yeah, so it's like uh, I've been waiting all year for him to announce his tour. It was like weeks ago he announced it, but I've been having, I mean, I met Kyle the first time, what, like three weeks ago? And it was like one of the first things I said to you. I was like, I, you know, the tour came out. He's not fucking coming to Camden. Like he's not he's not doing his two nights in Camden. For for the last like eighteen years, I've always had something to do Father's Day weekend. And that's kind of significant because I don't have a father. <laughs> like <laughs> it's like the one thing I got going for me. My dad's dead, Dave always comes, and now Zach Brown Band comes. I will never I Zach Brown Band, you were on my shit list. I used to like you, but you're taking Dave Matthews away from me. And I can't go to Homedale on a Wednesday night and jam to some Dave. It just doesn't work. Something's going to have to give here. I, I'm sorry for the tangent, but I'm very upset. And like, every once in a while, it comes back up. And I, I it's going to be up there with, like, the, hey, Jonathan Barge, my mood's going to change. It's going to be the same way. It's going to be salty about it for years. Even if he's back in the winter, I'm still going to be salty. Because he took my summer. I feel like my summer's like, My summer's ruined. I feel like it's like when Mac wrote Chase Utley is like, did you did you listen to Dave with your father? Well, I didn't have a father, and I only had you for fucking Father's Day. You let me down. I don't think it's Dave's fault. I, I'm blaming Zach Brown Band, because I don't think Dave would do this to me, but Zach Why Brown Band. Why another date? I, you can't do it. You can't. I don't know. You don't call. Stop. We're getting in me getting angry at him, so we got to stop. If he loved Camden as much as he thinks he does, or you think he does, he would have made time. I don't think anyone loves Camden. I think I just love the fact that he comes. Makes it easy for me. I don't have to cross the bridge. I don't have to pay tolls. It's like the one time Jersey gets a spotlight on him when Dave comes, you know, not like when the president comes. or It's a big deal when Dave comes. It's my thing. If you love Dave, set him free. I can't do that. All right, let's move on to America's favorite segment. Thank you. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm going to be all right. All right. Okay. If you need a minute, let me uh, know. No, I'm good. 
All right, America's favorite segment. It's, it's been a, it's been a little bit. We 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 took this away for like two weeks because there wasn't football season was kind of over. He was a little dormant and whatnot. Um, the Elliot Shore Parks take it to you make it. This one's not about Elliot. This one's about his side. Last, the last few really haven't been about Elliot. Joe no. Julio. Actually, he did. No, no, never mind. Um, this is actually about his sidekick, his lapdog. Joe Giglio, have we, have we, is it Joe Giglio, Joe Giglio, have we ever? I don't know, let's enough? just go ahead, you, you say Giglio, I'm going to say Giglio. Okay, I'm Giglio, I'm Team Giglio, um, okay. who had a caller, and we'll play the, the volume right now. Hey, how you doing today? Good, Mike, what's up? I, I hate this bum, like, trade him today, and the fact that we have people calling in and, and, and defending him, just shows how soft of a fan base we've become. Are you freaking kidding me? This guy just said, just shut the F up to the entire Philadelphia region. And we're like, it's okay, Joel. No, get this bum out of this city. He's worthless. He's fat. He can't take care of himself. I don't care for him anymore. I don't want him on my team. I'd rather restart the process than root for this loser. He's like, he's a loser, and I don't want him around anymore. You know what he is? He's a baby, Mike. He's a, he's a, he, he acts he, like a child, he, and he, when he doesn't get his way, he pouts. Yeah, take Hollywood uh, Simmons with you and get the hell out. Like, like this is what the this is what eight years of the process has given us: a spoiled brat and a baby who can't keep himself in shape and gets upset. And get him out of here. This is like the worst. I'm never rooting for this basketball team until they're off. Like, I want them to lose now. I don't want to see them win with this, these two. I want these losers to never win, just like I didn't want Andy Reid to win. I want him out. You know what it is? It's unfortunate we've gotten to this point. Mike, I appreciate the call as always. Mike always, always brings the take. What he said, though. No matter how incorrect they are. Well, no, he's got passion. <laughs> that guy is the epitome of Philadelphia sports callers. He literally is Gary from South Jersey. <laughs> he, he's, he's your evil twin, Gary from South Jersey. Yes. I, I, I want to tackle. Uh, oh, maybe I want you. I, I need I need time to digest it because it it when I first heard it, I was at my desk at work and I, it it got me mad. And then someone like asked me for something and I I took a tone with them that I probably should have taken a tone with, but it was because yeah. of Mike. It was because of Mike. Mike. You know why, Mike? You've probably not done nothing physical in your fucking life ever. All right, you sound like a whiny bitch who definitely parents did not love him, and probably like one time at a birthday, you probably shared a birthday with someone one time, and they probably got a bigger cake than you, or everyone sang to them, or they had more uh, people invited than you had friends in kindergarten, first grade, whatever, and you just held this this weird animosity in your whole life, and you've probably done nothing with your life, and you just sounded like you were just you know just a whiny little bitch. If you want to trade two. Top 15, top 20 guys, and you want to trade them and get them the hell out of here, you be my guest. If you want the process to come back, that's why you're that's why you actually you're the worst. If you really want the process to come back, you're an absolute idiot. Because you know so why? Let- Our process was great, and we found some guys, and we found TJ, and we found Rocco. Fantastic. Yeah, they weren't going to win us a title at the time. And they never were going to win us a title. If you want to do eight more years or or four or five more years of the process, you be my guest. Go root for another team. We don't need you. You're the worst person about Philly sports. And then we'll get into Joe Gillian later. So you got to break down Mike because I'm going to go ahead and give you the Mike starter kit. Mike's not a big basketball guy. He's definitely a huge Flyers fan. Probably born in like 92. But on his calf, he probably has a Stanley Cup champion from like 1982 tattoo. 
And not even alive for it. 75. He owns at least, yeah, whatever. That's how long it's been. I can't even remember. Team's a joke. Let's keep moving on. Islanders, four in a row, bud. Get at me. Um, so, 80, 81, 82, 83. Yeah, um, no, I don't, but I'm, this, see, that's, that's just Gary from South Jersey coming out. But, so Mike definitely owns John LeClaire in four different jerseys and maybe even a Lindros. And he, he's a big Broad Street Bullies hockey guy. Like, oh, we got to bring back the Broad Street Bullies and Chris Pronger or Mike Richards should be the head coach. That's who Mike is. Mike is, you take Philadelphia and you give him, he loves Buddy Ryan. He thinks Dallas Green's the greatest thing that ever happened to baseball. He doesn't like Mike Schmidt. Because he didn't appreciate Philadelphia enough. Like, he's he is, like, the hot take Philadelphia guy. And, but he doesn't – he's not a basketball guy. And he would love – like, he got into basketball because he saw TJ McConnell's stupid haircut out there. He's like, oh, there's a guy who plays down and dirty basketball like you would in the Hoosier outdoor backyard games. That's who this guy is. This guy is the epitome of Philadelphia sports radio callers. So – the thing about the process, people, a lot of them didn't get into basketball until the process started. No, because it was a good idea. And it's it not even – it was, was just yeah. one guy who had the balls to be like, fuck it, let's let's suck. It makes sense. Like it, it was a great idea. And it wasn't even a, it wasn't even a complex idea. And it became it was a movement. great idea that some guy – and he got like – what? Uh, would you say more than 50% of the fan base bought into the process? It was like Howard Eskin and Cataldi yeah. were the only two that didn't it like was, it. It was actually like right in the middle. It was right in the middle. It was basically like millennial versus like boomer. Like yeah. you know, it was like a big thing right it now. Was, but yeah. And then you, you you have like the of course you have like the boomers being like oh you fucking want to lose and then the millennials would be like no like if you really think about this like you're only gonna get better like there's a purgatory to people don't get it sports radio in Philadelphia. I think it might be the most unique market. Some of the callers have become famous. I mean, some of Angelo's callers, the Dirty 30, they've been calling for like 20 years, and they're famous in themselves. It's ridiculous. Yeah, uh, Bernie from Broomall. And, uh, Bernie from Broomall to Jen. Don't talk shit about Bernie. I like Broomall. Bernie. I've listened to okay, him five years. I like Bernie. Is he still alive? Uh, that's a great question. I haven't heard from Bernie in a long I, time. Probably not. Dwayne for Swedes, Pat bro. Egan. Love, that was Pat Egan. Dwayne for Swedes, bro. Uh, there's... I, listen, there's a there's a there's another guy there's a gentleman who passed away and I can't remember his name right now but he was Bernie? another famous oh. no not Bernie no don't, stop putting Bernie in the ground I think he's alive <laughs> dude that guy there's wasn't alive okay when he called in there's also the okay guy who calls the cuz now oh Jesus what's up Bo what's up Bo I see okay going back to your point about well we are on. we're a special market we are yeah. And there's a reason why nobody from Philadelphia as a major number one sports radio broadcaster has ever gone nationally except for Tony Bruno because the shtick doesn't work in a national no, market. Tony doesn't do a shtick. Tony's, Tony's he's, must he's listen to radio when he comes on. I'm not the biggest Tony fan. He's kind of lost it in the last couple of years. He's gone really, yeah, really he has. And like really, really one-sided on on a lot of things. Um, But before, there was a reason why he went national because he could formulate opinions. He could understand arguments. You fight with Mike Missinelli, he tells you, no, 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 you're wrong, and hangs up on you. You have Cataldi. Missinelli really is the worst. I think Missinelli's worse than Cataldi. I don't. I, I was a ninety-seven-five guy growing up, so I think I'm biased about it. But like, I never was like a. I never was a morning show, regardless. 
guy. Like I hated the cuz. I loved I loved I liked Jamie Lynch and I liked Marks. It was it was weird. I, I don't know. But like I like Johnny Marks. I like Johnny Marks and I grease together a lot. But there's a reason why there is no young gun young guy. I guess Farzetta is the young guy that they're expecting well, for the next Sal Tunis is kinda coming up. I Sal Tunis is decent. I couldn't pick out Sal Tunis from a police lineup. I mean, I'm How a nobody, don't get me wrong, but like, so the way I look at it is, what are what are me and my buddies talking about on the weekend? And I'll tell you something, it's, it, when we talk about like, you know, media and whatnot, it's like, what'd you see on House of Highlights? What'd you see on Barstool? What'd you see on Bleacher Report? What'd you see on like a bunch of different stuff? It was never like, yo, shit, did you see Sal Tunis's take? Or did you see Miss Anelli's take? It's like, I, I, I hate to nail it in the coffin that like, oh, it's a dying industry and whatnot, because it's not. It's still a billion dollar industry and it's still going to stay around. I mean, Intercom stock no, prices but, but, but it is a, it is going to be a declining industry at a certain point. Yeah. The radio will decline. Yeah, and and I think like, we're already it goes the that. same way as newspapers are going. Unless, yeah. unless I mean, unless you can sign a bunch of podcast guys to come over to you know daytime local radio, like one second, I mean, serious- time out. Hey, not, time out, time out. Hey, ninety four one. If you're hiring, Kyle and I are both very interested. Thank you. I am not interested. I would, I would oh. right now. I would tell you right now. I would never work for a radio company. I would tell you right now. I think I, I think I'd love to do it because I would just love to argue with the callers. I think right. I would be the most hated radio host in the world because I would just Josh, argue with the call. Uh, see, Josh Innes, for his shtick was a little play on. I hated it at the time, but when you think about it a little bit more, it was actually kind of refreshing. A guy that didn't grow no, up in Philadelphia. He like challenged them. He'd yeah. be, like, be like, "Oh, you got it!" Like right now, he would be like, "Oh, we got to trade Ben Simmons." Like, why would like, he would be like, "Why would you trade him?" Yeah. Like, give me the alternative to trading him. Exactly. Yeah. But you tell me the last time it was it was entertaining. It was when him and Mikey Miss were going at it. That was one no. of the most entertaining summers I've ever had in my life with sports radio. That was very that yes, that was very good. Uh when Harry Mays and Jason Martinez were together, that was for me, must listen radio. I thought they were both very good. They were. Uh, they talked about things that weren't sports. And Harry Mays, like Harry Mays, would get fired up, and he was just a funny guy. And and Aton, uh, not Aton, uh, Jason Martinez would egg him on. That was good radio. Yeah. And when they let Harry go, is when ninety was when ninety seven five basically lost me. It's like I, I can't. I don't listen to them anymore. So, um, and I've tried, but their shows aren't good anymore. Who is is a tired hack. Causes. You can't even understand what he's saying at the time, and unfortunately, Farzetta's show is not that good. He, oh, I don't want to talk bad on him because I feel like he's a good dude, but like, yeah, some of his videos he used to do with NBC Sports, you would just cringe out of your fucking skin. Yeah, he get like he's funny, but not that funny. No. He's a set. He's he's like the great like second mic guy. You need a better host than Farzetta, like a Johnny Mars kinda, or like yeah. a like a Sean Brace. <laughs> Sean, that was the worst radio. When was it? Sean Brace and Johnny Marks together. Yeah. The Sean and John. Bong, the bong rip. That was that was the worst radio show of all time. So, who used to do it with Tony? Was it Maze and? It was Maze and uh, Tony and Harry was very good together. I loved that. Was probably my favorite. I like when I can catch myself. I actually, like, think, I think Harry Maze was the best sports talk guy they've had in a long time. And unfortunately, they let him go all the way to 97.3, where he's kind of marooned. And 
Like, I would listen to it, but it just doesn't come in ever. No, it's not so, like Yeah. I, so and I just... So, going back to our point, like, Joe, Joe, Joe Giglio, I'm the Giglio team, right? You're Giglio? I'm Giglio, yeah. You're Giglio. Um, I Giglio. don't want to hate you. I, I don't do. hate you. I you look like... You. You look like you get a stiff wind and the breeze goes to your pants. You are going to cum yourself. Looks like the master disguise. You, he literally, like Joe, Joe Giglio looks like he reads Maxim and still like jerks off to like Maxim magazines and Playboy. Yeah. I'm sorry. He's just some, some, some nerd. And, and I'm not like trying to be like the bully Fucking on the nerd. Session. He's nerd. just, oh my God. He's, he's literally like at least ESP can kind of like, understand that he has this shtick that he's like a really hated guy and everything and I, I think he's like he's like not the junior Eskin but like wishes he could be like an Eskin and whatnot but he doesn't have the star power for it Giglio's just like if Giglio's on the air in two years I mean I would be shocked I should make a bet that he's not going I should be like I'll pay Giglio I'll, I'll, I'll donate I'll donate five grand to Giglio's charity of choice if he's on the radio still in two years on 94.1 I don't know anyone that still listens to him. It'd probably be the Joe Giglio like uh, unemployment foundation. Probably would be. It'd be like, yeah. uh, here's my routing and bank number. Yeah. Send it there, and I'll, and I'll and I'll donate it. Fucking uh, Joe Giglio. Shoot, I mean, I think this turned into a Joe Giglio rant and not really a Joel Embiid shush uh, Instagram post rant. But like, just relax. Like, yeah. If he if he gives me twenty five and fifteen or he gives me thirty and twenty thirty and fifteen, like the fuck do I care? I and he can't. He, so I don't even know this whole. Here's the one weird thing though. I I'm gonna go ahead and turn on the hot take machine. I don't think Joel and beat to Sixer when next year starts. I think you're a liar. I just I don't know why. I just I see the writing on the wall. It's a players league. I think he gets himself out of here. I think he's upset. I think he some way bullies his way to Miami to be back with his buddy, Joe J Butt. That's too easy. It's too easy huh? to for that to happen. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. It's too easy for that to happen. It that was all no. He's here. Okay, fair. He's locked I'll take up. It all back. He's here, he's all locked up. Like he's not going anywhere. He's fucking with the fans. He knows what plays. He literally said he wanted to go back to being a good asshole the day before. He wants to go back to being a funny he troll. Say that. So it's like, I'm not worried about it. And right now we're recording this during the Clippers game, and I don't even know what's going on right now. It's 105.97. Double technical coming. Looks like Morris and uh, Embiid are in a little bit of a little bit of a tiff. Oh yeah, Morris. I think yeah, Morris hates. They hate each other from the Boston series. Yeah. Um, Doc Rivers is drinking Gatorade. Oh yeah, my group chat's going nuts about Morris. Um, so yeah, so basically it's over, right? There's two forty-eight left. All right, I, I need to move on from this this Giglio Giglio take. I mean, just stop taking callers like that, please. Just 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 stop. Like everything, Mike from where do you think Mike's yeah, from? Yeah, like Kyle, that's what. It, where do you think Mike's from? From like Plymouth meeting or something. Like oh my God, yeah, yeah Plymouth meeting but or Haverford, Havertown, Havertown Mainline. Don't know the guy. I watched like one Sixers game this whole year. Yes. Like random net six o'clock game that he caught on a Sunday because of the football and game. He, he also saw that uh, the shushing quote, like the shushing video. He saw that on Facebook, not on Twitter. Yeah. He doesn't have no, no audio or anything, or didn't even yeah. follow like the story. That's the first one he saw about the story. He just saw it, and he's like, "Shh, bring back John Leclerc. Um 
I had a take, but I lost it. I lost my take, everybody. You can find it. We'll give you time. I'll just move on from this one. Hey, okay. do you know Ty Lue still coaching in the NBA? Yeah. I didn't know that. There's my take. Found Ty Lue. Found Ty Lue. Yeah. All right, we're moving on. We're talking. Yeah. Listen. Please. We've talked baseball a couple times on, on this podcast in the middle of winter, which is insane. And I love baseball. And you like baseball. And I don't think I'll watch more than 10 baseball games this year. Um, so Manfred changed the playoffs. Describe to me what he did because no one's happy. So I believe I believe it's now seven teams get in. I, I don't know the exact – I didn't memorize it yet. But I want to say like seven teams get in. One team gets a buy. And then you like the higher seed gets to pick their opponent. And that's like definite, or is he proposing this? It's proposed, but I guess Bob Costas kind of came out today and said like this is probably going to happen. First of all, and I know Bob Costas isn't like a newsbreaker, but Bob Costas like he doesn't really put out a lot of bad stuff except for Pink okay. Eye. So he's, he's not um, a newsbreaker, but like when he actually like kind of breaks news, yeah. he's like, oh, I should probably pay attention. Like when when Bob Costas says something, like. I kind of show up and listen, even though I hate that pompous ass, and I hope he gets pink eye again. I don't think he can, though, because I think it's a one-time-and-done thing. But no, I've gotten shingles. I wish, I, I wish shingles on you, I've gotten Bob pink Costas. Times. I haven't had it, so stay away from me. Don't fart on my pillow. Um, right. Yeah, but I, I, I think, first of all, I, I don't understand why team like uh, sports like basketball, baseball, and hockey just don't say divisions are gone. Conference and leagues are gone. 16 best teams in. One place, 16, go. Like, just that would be what everyone's with. me. That Islanders goal? Fuck. No. Fucking Flyers just scored a tie game with a minute 32. I hate Semyon Varlamov. I hate him. Why the fuck do you not resign Robin Leonard and you go got this journeyman who sucks? So, baseball. Yeah. So baseball, if you want a good playoff system, just give me the best 16 teams. That's all I want. If it's if, – if it's like if you're going to add more teams, just do the top four in each league plays. I, I'm, I lost my baseball I'll, take. I'm no, very I'll upset. Take I'll this take this fucking one. game's going to go to goddamn overtime. The honors are going to lose this game. It's a huge two points. You can't play against this fucking shit team. Hey, hey, loses hey. Them. When you win three – you were up three nothing. You give up three unanswered goals. is a joke. Wake up, Lou Lamorello. Make a fucking move. So baseball. Um, so Trevor Bauer calls uh, Manfred a loser. Any uh, <laughs> any thought process on that? <laughs> Rob Manfred is a loser. He's like a Joe Torre puppet, which is hilarious. But kind of like a he's like he's like a Bud Sealy Joe Torre puppet, but like Bud I feel like is still kind of in his ear. Where, but Bud is so like out of his mind that like he's just like literally ran a baseball league in the 2000s that basically was still running like it was 1917s and Manfred's kind of like a little more younger where he's like yeah that's not gonna work like we're not gonna take the negroes out of baseball anymore bud um (laughs) so he uh he definitely like still has him in his ear though because he he was a puppet yes Rob Manfred does so um let me uh new yeah let's fucking go baby uh, so shooter. he couldn't tell. Rocket from the blue Gary, line. 
Gary's a big uh, Islanders fan, and, and we're filming during the Flyers Ireland's game or I- Islanders game. Um, this is why if your ears just blew out, that's Gary's fault. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, everybody. The six-shooter from the blue line, 4-3 Isles. Got a little bit over 30 seconds left. We're going to have to go to another empty net, and the Islanders are gassed. This is a brutal one for us. Okay. So, and, okay, on. sorry. Back to <laughs> baseball. <laughs> Jeez. This is a tough episode. we got the Islanders playing here. This is a professional um, organization we're in right now. Sorry. This is a brand of sports, a professional organization. Show some respect. Sorry, I'm sorry, Joe. Sorry, for Joe. My first on the podcast. Um, who else? Fuck the playoffs. I want to talk about the Beltran yeah. news that just came out actually right before we uh, yeah, started recording. So supposedly he was the ringleader of the Astros scandal with Alex Cora. So kind of makes sense why they're both fired now. So, but this is when Beltran was still playing, correct? Yeah, he was like 40 years old. Beltran but like, was still playing. And in the article, it was like by the Athletic. It was like. AJ Hinch felt like powerless, like Cora and Belcher were just like walking around the playground, being like, AJ Hinch, give me your fucking lunch money, dude. We're fucking stealing signs, man. We're using video cameras. Dude, they just, I didn't know it went this deep. They literally had like a video camera like right next to them in the clubhouse. That they just like broke into like the replay video feed or something like that. That's just, that's absurd. And like, and all this stuff is coming out, and these guys aren't going to get, um, they're not going to get the punishment they really deserve. I mean, yeah, they'll probably never be in baseball again, but, like, I, I don't know. AJ Hinch will definitely get a job again because he, like, he had that whole story where, like, he beat the shit out of the video monitor and was like, stop doing this, and they were, like, still, like, go fuck yourself, nerd. Go <laughs> fuck yourself, like, here we go. Empty netter, that game, this game's over, guys. <laughs> Little Uncle Leo Komarov with the All empty right, netter. The um, Jesus Christ, it's over. I'm sorry. We got we need that's a big two points. We need that one. Um, yeah, no. So AJ Hinch maybe would get a job again, but it's gonna be with like a team like the Reds or the Marlins. He'll never go to like a serious market again. Or you think like the like, Red Sox like, wouldn't be able to hire him. No, what he, well, what he does here, we'll do PR, we'll do PR for AJ Hinch. You go to the minor leagues, you ride the bus. You just ride you ride the buses, you you take coach planes and whatnot, you do it for a couple of years. Comes People back are like to oh, being man. a baseball guy. This AJ Hinch guy. Yeah. No. He's paid his dues. He's rehabilitated. Yeah. Give him a job. Someone will sign him. Uh, I don't know. You know it's going to be that owner that's like, you know, he did he did win a World Series, you know, stealing signs and whatnot. But, you know, it's a great clubhouse guy. They had to play for him. And that's why he actually didn't go to Beltran and Cord or, like, really tell them to stop because he was like, he thought he'd lose the clubhouse. So, like, basically, that's, like, an assassination on, like, everybody in the Astros, like, clubhouse character. Yeah. Like, Sorry. you're still not fucking paying attention. Jesus Christ. So I'm just there gonna was take- a guy just kissing someone at this game. <laughs> so, fuck you. All right. So then Mr. Mister Unwritten Rule, Brian McCann, he asked Cora and Beltran to stop. I wish, I, I, uh, I wish so much that Brian McCann was a part of this because he was the worst Ever. Just the guy who just loved unwritten rules. Oh. I like, love the unwritten rules of baseball though. Uh, See, the problem the- with me in baseball is I like I like the old school baseball. Like I don't want the playoffs to change. I hate the DH rule. Like I I don't want baseball to change because baseball's baseball. I, I don't want it to switch. <laughs> you love the steel toed spikes. You love the steel spikes just, you know, 
going up and slashing people. You're like the top Ty Cobb. You're a big like Ty Cobb guy. You love the unwritten rules. You don't show up no. to pitch after you took a moonshot. I want I want bad flips. I want people to just fucking grab their nuts like they're uh, like they're uh, Yasiel Puig and just fucking hit moonshots off of pitchers and then just let them know that you better fucking come faster next time. That's what I want. Oh, I'm I'm okay with like the bat flips and stuff like that. It's just like I like I don't I hate the uh, the three batter rule. I think that's dumb. Like I I understand they're trying to speed the game up, but like baseball's not supposed to be a fast game. It's a it's a chess match. Gary, no one wants to watch four hour baseball, and that's why it's declining in every sort of way. Okay, but you're never going to. It, here's here's the problem with baseball. If you try and make it too gimmicky, it's going to become Barnes Ball from. Futurama. It's just going to be dumb. I think they should just take baseball away and make it basketball. Okay. Side tangent. Just bring back slam ball. Slam ball is a big China um, sport right now, so they're all dead. Oh, okay. Well, is it like whoever loses goes and goes into the coronavirus room? No, I just assume that everyone in Corona in in, uh, in China's just got coronavirus. Even though I've been hanging out with a girl from Chicago, so I might have coronavirus. Ooh, that's true. Um, yeah, I'm tired. Even though 900 people died, and that's like 0.00001 of the population of China, but that's yeah. you know, they're going to be okay. They're going to be okay. Um, gonna be okay. So the th- so the the article that came out in over the weekend, um, they nicknamed the algorithm they used the Code Breaker. Awesome nickname. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. They used an Excel spreadsheet. Awesome nickname. Terrible plan. So Alex Cora yeah. and um, Alex Cora and Beltran were like, "Yeah, this is way too slow. Let's just let's just break into the video feed and just and just steal signs that way." I mean, <laughs> Alex Cora and Carlos Beltran should basically be casted in Ocean's fourteen or fifteen, whatever the hell we're up to. Like these guys are like yes. mass. I'm still I'm still in on the ban them from baseball thing. I like, I'm sick of these guys. You're too pure. I want them back. I want everyone cheating. I don't you want, want steal- all the cheating. I want I want steel signing. I think I think so- we're talking about signs, like banging on the yeah, trash. Yeah, that's when you start to use technology. It's a little much. I mean, there's going to be robot umpires that take over the uh, MLB in a couple of years. You know that'll never happen. But anyway, so the code breaker algorithm was was used by an intern for Excel, and it was like basically like has to be the first person that wrote proficient in Excel on their resume that actually yes like, was like yeah I'm actually really proficient in Excel I can do algorithms and everything so I I'm really not. wish I could do uh, yeah I really wish I was better at Excel yeah um, I can add and do the sum I can do the sum yeah I can do that I can alphabetize I can remove duplicates I can do I can do that yep removing duplicates I'm really efficient at that I always search it because uh, I can never find the button. So I type in, what do you need me to do? And I type remove duplicate, hit it, and then it goes away. Oh. Yeah. Big. I'm a big control F guy. I'm really good at control F. Control V. Oh, control yeah. Control, control F, control V, control C. That's yeah. a big one. X. And, uh, oh, filling in the boxes. Little color code in the box so you don't get yeah. lost in the spreadsheet. Be like, oh, we need to come back to column F. Make yes. that one blue so I can That's find blue. it easy. This is my center. Yeah. The boss loves, loves color-coded Excel spreadsheets. Yeah. My, my boss, same. You color-code that bitch. He's like, oh, <laughs> you put a lot of thought into this. I'm like, no, I really just like counted by 10 and put it in color so yeah. it's efficient. But, you see in the light blue quadrant, 
I hit target, yeah. but don't look yeah. at the light yellow quadrant. That means I almost hit target. Yeah. And don't, don't look at yellow. Stay away from the red. yellow one. You go to red, you went too far. Go back up to blue. Green's the good one. Green's money. Just look at the green ones. Yeah, look at the green one. I'm making you money. I'm making you money. All right. Money, 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 money. <laughs> top, top five athletes you hate. We're doing top five athletes you hate. Gary? Okay. No, I'm going to let you go first. I don't think we have any similar ones, so you should go first this time. Um, is it anti-domestic abuse podcast? Ray Rice is okay. the number one pick here. Uh, carry on. I, I thought uh, I thought you were going to really dirtbag me and take John Tavares. Ooh, no. you were really going to steal. Nah, you should have done that. I think your rant's going to be good enough that uh, I don't I'm not going to rant about it. I've ranted about it enough. I'm going to rant about it. But I want everyone to know I'm not happy I'm ranting about it. So okay. we're going to tote. John Tavares, you're my number one most hated athlete in the world. I fucking hate you. You're a rat. He's a rat fuck. He's a snake, and he deserves to rot in hell. You don't tell me you're going to re-silent my team for a whole two years, basically run the clock off, and then post a picture of you and your Naboo Starfighter in your stupid fucking pajamas. I hope you never win a playoff series for the rest of your life. You got, I don't want to get too angry, because I will get angry. What's and the Naboo Starfighter? Sh- it, this, it's uh, from Star Wars, Kyle. I never saw episode one. The Phantom one. Yikes. Um, anyway, is this isn't a shtick with the John Tavares thing too. I think Kyle and I have met. Uh, it comes nah, up. And like you, and like, no, like don't talk about John Tavares. Yeah, it makes me very if upset. If you're one of the one or two Islanders fans, and probably one because because uh, Gary listens to this back, so we'll say one Islanders fan that listens to this. If there's another Islanders fan out there. Yeah, you want to schedule a meet and greet with Gary? You guys can just go to a restaurant. South Jersey, just talk about John Tavares for the whole the whole dinner, the whole. Yeah, I can I can riff for hours about JT. Hate that. Oh, I can't believe I just used his island nickname. I hate myself. <laughs> Go ahead, your second one. Uh, mine's a little out of left field. Larry Hughes. That Larry, is an odd one. Yeah, Larry Hughes. Um, kind of not his fault, but kind of his fault. He never really lived up to what he was going to be here in Philadelphia, and when Allen Iverson really needed a compliment. Um, as well as uh, Larry Brown said he would he promised um, Larry Hughes he would draft him when Paul Pierce was still out there. So he promised Larry Bra- Larry Hughes that he would draft him and um, I'm pretty sure they were almost close to drafting Paul Pierce. Now hindsight's 2020, but uh, really could have used that compliment. But the best Larry Hughes, I guess moment ever was uh, the between the legs dunk where he sat at the foul line, turned backwards, threw the ball between his legs off the backboard and dunked in the dunk contest. That was mm. our Larry Hughes moment. Oh, and um, I was a big LeBron fan growing up, and he was also a terrible compliment to LeBron, too, when LeBron needed it most. Yeah. So, to sum up, Larry Hughes, terrible complimentary player. Yeah, not a Andre Iguodala type. Gotcha. Okay, it's a good pick. I like how you thought about it, too. I did. Was my fir- like So, my first two... You can clearly tell they're just – it comes from fandom. My second most hated athlete of all time is Chase Utley. I don't like Chase Utley. He clearly went after Ruben to hot his leg. Playing he hard. Said, Boo, fuck you. This guy – no, he wasn't playing hard. He's playing like an asshole. Playing really hard. There's a combination. Love, there's a difference you between love playing like an baseball. asshole. You love no, 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 no. I said I don't want the rules to change. I would bring back the collision at the plate. However, if you're going to go – if you're going to do a takeout slide, that's fine. Don't 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 not even touch second base. He didn't even His attempt to hit close. second base. He could have no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It, it was a dirty play. He you shouldn't have done it. Are. 
I do know how a lot of Listen, his songs are. If Ruben Tejada was the guy to get you guys to a World Series and, and win the World Series, you got bigger problems than that. <laughs> you keep Ruben Tejada's name out of your mouth. The guy's an American <laughs> hero. Yeah, what's he doing now? He's probably playing down in Venezuela. Oh, I think he might be playing for the Orioles, to be honest with you. So, basically playing in Venezuela. Basically, yeah. Basically going to play Venezuela. But yeah, don't like you, Chase Sutley. Uh, DeMarco Murray. I think that's an easy one. Yeah, you hate him? I do. I do. I really just wanted him to be better. I could have used... I understand why he wasn't as good, because the Cowboys knew they weren't getting him, and they ran him into the ground. He ran for like almost four, ran for like 400 times the year before. He hated it here. Yeah, he did. Which can I tell you? Can you tell you one thing I love about Philadelphia fans and the Demarco Murray thing? When when Chip when Chip traded LeSean McCoy, one of the first things that came out was like, "Oh, he's not going to be as productive. They gave him too many carries, and he dances at the hole." And when they went and signed Demarco Murray, they were like, "Well, what about all these carries that he had?" And the Philadelphia fans were like, "Oh, don't worry about the carries. He hits the hole hard." It was like one of those things where I'm like, you were just contradicting. Like it was when the callers were in prime form and they were clearly contradicting themselves, but they were just trying to talk themselves into, hey, we got a good player. But we gave up the better option in LaShawn McCoy. Listen, I think we are just as smart as a fan base as we are stupid. Yes. I think, first of all, this is going to sound mean. So I am a Philly guy. I, the Eagles are my favorite team. I love the Eagles. I think the Philadelphia fan base gets a little bit too much credit for how smart they are. Yes. Sometimes. Because they really is, do. You you take every good, knowledgeable Philly or uh, Eagles fan and then you put him next to an Eagles fan that like is it knowledgeable and and listen, you've been you've been a part of it, I've been a part of it. You get you like talk to your buddy in like a bar or something like that and all of a sudden there's just like some guy that just feels the need to like get into the conversation yeah. with you. And you can just tell he just it's has all regurgitated, to hop in. regurgitated opinions yep. from like um, the Inquirer, the Daily News, and like yep. 94.1 and 97.5. And it's just like, dude, like, 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 form your own opinion. Form your own. Opinion. He's just quoting. He's just quoting Les Bowen to you. Yeah. Yeah. That guy hates fun. That guy hates fun. He does hate fun. All right. So am I up? I think you are. All right, Jess Mendoza. I hate you, Jess Mendoza. You've ruined Sunday Night Baseball. This sounds misogynistic, but I'm going to continue on to it. You worked for the Mets. You ruined the Mets. You came out with a terrible take, and you ruined the uh, halt, the um, home run derby a few years ago when every time someone hit a home run, you're like, oh, my God! It was awful. Like, just shut up. Please, like, please, please leave ESPN. Please do it. Stop ruining Sunday night baseball for me. Because, yes, I am the asshole who sits down on Sunday night, regardless of who's playing, and watches Sunday night baseball. Please, Jess Mendoza, give me Sunday night baseball back. I think that was a fair point. Yeah, I'm done with her. I don't, I mean, if I watched baseball, I probably would be the same way. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine with that point. Uh, this one's more recent. I think it, I don't even think it really deserves an explanation. Orlando Skandrick. Um, yeah, I just fair one. I I I I have pretty recency bias. There's not many people I hate um, in terms of like players and whatnot. When we were going over this, I was like, shit, who do I hate? But like, if you if you stink at your job and then you blame the, the organization yeah. who let you go for being the scapegoat, I think it's a little ridiculous. Like whether you're in Philadelphia Eagle or whether you're in like sales. Right. So it's it's funny because we were talking about this and me and you were both like, is there a cowboy you hate? And I'm like, eh, 
The one name that came to mind was like Demarcus Ware, but it's like, how can you hate Demarcus Ware? The guy was a class act and was a great football player. Like you can't like hate him just because he was good. Like I don't hate Michael Strahan. Now we're talking Lawrence subjects. Lawrence hate than Demarcus Ware. Yeah, you can hate you can hate Demarcus Lawrence. You could do that, but I I do hate Ezekiel Elliott. I really do. I hate that guy. Not the greatest person, even but though it's because well, it's because allegedly. he just kills he just kills the Eagles. Oh yeah, too. yeah. Except All right, you're right. Who'd you just take? Oh, you took Orlando Skandrick. Um, I'm going to go back to hockey. I hate Milan Lucic. I hate him. Don't even know who it is. Yeah, so he was. He played for the Bruins. He's a goon. Like He was a goon. He was a fighter. And then one year, he scored uh, like 20-some goals. And then he gets paid and hasn't lived up to anything. And I have a buddy who's just a huge Luch crew guy. He's like, oh, I'm all in on the Luch. The guy fucking sucks. He's got no hands. And he keeps getting paid $5 million a year. I hate you, Milan Lucic. I hope you were never an Islander. That's. I just hate Milan Lucic. I really do. Is he an Islander? No, I think uh, I don't even know where he is right now. He, he was with Edmonton. He, he was he was with Edmonton. He got a lot of money, and now he's just kind of like wasting away in Western Canada somewhere, okay. just snuffing pucks in the corners. <laughs> I hate I hate the guy. Very relatable. Very relatable. Yes, yeah, thanks. Yes, yeah. thank you. <laughs> yeah, um, no problem. I. This one's, uh, I don't know. This wasn't the greatest top five we've ever done. But, like, Michael Irvin is probably my last one. And, like, we didn't watch him play. Fair. No. But he's just, he's so bad on NFL Network. I hate Pete Rose. Is that your fifth? No, I just thought of it. I don't like him. Why don't you say Pete Rose? Uh, I just don't like him. You love old school baseball, but you like the purity of baseball, but you hate the Chase Utley slide in Ruben Tejada. No, see, now you're like, you're trying to play like contradictory games here. It doesn't work on me. You're being savvy. I don't like it. Why do you hate Pete Rose? I, you know, I just like the the, the cardinal rule of baseball is you don't bet on baseball. You, like he did he bet on baseball. He's also kind of a sleazebag. Like, yeah, not, like no one's, yeah. no one's saying he was a good character. I don't think anyone now, out there would don't say. Don't get me wrong. Pete Rose, the baseball player, very good. Pete Rose, the person. I hate him. I hate Pete Rose. I thought he was the greatest thing ever. Is this your fifth or no? No. Okay. I have well, a fifth one. Awesome. I, it, you said Michael Irvin, and I just said Pete Rose. Yeah, so I was thinking well, about him. like Michael Irvin, I just don't like him enough now where he just screams into the mic and he just doesn't have any opinions. And it's probably because of all the cocaine he did and whatnot. Uh, okay. One stabbed a guy for getting in his barber's, barber chair before him. He stabbed him with scissors. The fact that Michael that, Irvin stabbed somebody? Yeah, for getting in his barber chair before he did. They really buried the lead on that. Yeah, in the Cowboys facility. Nowadays, that's a story for at least two weeks. Um, He's thrown off the team. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, you're not coming back from that. Um, Pete Uh, Rose. Sorry, Jones, you might be allowed to play. I had a bunch of signed Pete Rose stuff because I thought he was the fucking man. My dad was like, yeah, we met him at, like, this, this, I think this, like, fence company had, like, Pete Rose come out or something like that in, like, Montgomeryville. <laughs> you know your baseball career's not going well when you're at a fence company signing, signing fucking baseballs for Kyle. <laughs> This yeah. was this was this was post career, and then like I guess they met him in a bar or something like that, and he signed like I think my dad had went out and got like a baseball or got like a Reds helmet. I don't know, dude. I, I it was he was just on my wall everywhere, so I thought he was the man. And then he grew up, and he's like in Vegas every day, like just signing a thousand baseballs. Yeah. Those are a dime a dozen at this point. Peter oh yeah, those are worthless. Yeah. Uh, go ahead with your fifth. Sparty Jones. Oh. Yeah. Has, Fuck that guy. Video. He's a choke this, artist. This has uh, Gary from South Jersey written all over. Go ahead. 
yeah, it's a, fuck that. He's a, he's a choke artist. Like, you're going to try and be the hero Philadelphia wants? You're going to choke just because it's a mile and a half track and you get beat like a pussy? I went and met him, too. Like, I told him to his face. I was like, fuck you, buddy. So fuck why don't Marty you, Jones. So why don't you dislike... Well, I guess you're not a Phillies fan. So why don't, do you dislike the whole 2004 Eagles? Do you hate this Donovan McNabb? He choked. No. Andy Reid choked. McNabb, don't, you, don't you ever say that. No. Smarty Jones choked in the worst way. I'm pretty sure he had the lead going into the stretch, and he just gave it away. Remember when – well, I don't remember this, but the people who won actually apologized for winning. When Smarty Jones lost? The owners of the the owners of the owners horse who won that race that Smarty Jones lost, they apologized for winning because, like, this horse, like, captivated the whole nation. Yeah. For some reason, everyone lo- – well, that was when, like, the Triple Crown didn't see – it. it it wasn't going to happen. It hadn't happened in a really long time. I think as American Pharaoh finally did it a few years ago. But then, then like a year, and then another year, two years later, it happened again. So now it's become. It's Bob Baffert is kind of ruining the sport of horse racing sure. by just continually winning triple crowns. But it's like I don't know. I don't know how old I was for Smarty Jones. Maybe sixth grade. We're eleven. It's kind of when I. Yeah. So it's like I I like fell in love with horse racing. Then he broke my heart. So. Smarty Jones. Smarty Jones. Smarty Jones, top five Philly athlete of all time. I tend to agree with you on that. Oh my god, I can't believe I thought I was gonna rile you up. You're getting soft no. on me. No, right. I just you know, I can't really be that passionate about hating a horse, but I mean he broke my heart. Alright, you wanna do Gary's thoughts? I only got one this week. Okay. I only got one this week. Um vets, veterinarians. Okay. They're assholes. Why so? So, here's my beef with vets. You take your, you love your dog. You take your dog there, and you know, you're like, hey, the dog has some things. Then they come back with this plan of care. They're like, oh, we want to do this, this, and this. And they're like, and it's gonna cost you twenty three hundred dollars. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, whoa, 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 twenty three. Like, can you explain all this stuff and why we're doing it? So, we're at the vet, and this like twenty three hundred dollars. Let's do an X ray on something. The X ray's not. I have two dogs. You two dogs. Oh, and we tell, took very good. And tell and tell the people what your what one of your dogs do, who actually helps you pay rent. Oh, he's a he's a herding dog. I don't want to I don't want to give away my I don't want to give away my secret son. On the That's awesome. Dogs. Um, but you know, it's like they want to do an X-ray on the dog, and I'm like, why? She has diarrhea. You want to do an X-ray? This is bullshit. So, and I was like, I was like, let's do the blood test. We'll do the blood test. We'll see if there's like something going on. And I'll, we'll bring him, if, if there's something still going on tomorrow and the blood test on the bay, we'll bring him back for an x-ray. She's like, oh, well, if you're not going to do the x-ray now, I'll just do it in a month or two. So I'm like, you're an asshole. Like, you are clearly trying to charge me to give this dog an x-ray. Yeah. There's, you see, here's my problem with vets. And it's, it's the ultimate combination of owning a pet and wanting to take good care of it. Here's the problem. If I had unlimited money, I'd spend every dollar I had to make the pet happy. It sounds so mean. <laughs> but then at some point, it becomes a financial decision with a pet. Yeah. And they make you feel so bad about it. Like, they're like, well, you really should do it. It's like, I don't have 10 grand. I don't have 10 grand. Like, what am I supposed yeah. to do? I don't know. This is my you thought. It's a more, it's, it's a, this is my thought. It's a mean, it's a sad thought, but it's like, like come on, guys. He's not bullying me and my dog's. Is the dog still? Dog's fine. Dog's completely fine. Both dogs still. 
We went to a different vet, and the other vet was like, I don't know what that vet's talking about. So, I don't know. The second opinion. For some reason, the second opinion vet, I feel like, or the second opinion doctor, they're like, well, I probably would have charged him too, but I can't sound like this loser vet or this loser doctor. So I can be like, what the fuck was that one thinking? I'm way smarter than her. Do you see my degree? I went to Westchester. <laughs> Where'd they go rowing? I went to Westchester. Yeah. So you got to believe me. Rutgers Medical right here, baby. Yeah. Like rowing. Yeah, that's why they're ranked the 77th program in the whole United States because they all know. Yeah. They all know what their, what their programs are ranked. Oh, yeah. Ooh, Mallory Harbaugh. Shout out Mallory Harbaugh. Dade you in sixth grade. Now you're a vet. I don't know where you are, but you're a vet. Should have held on to you. Although, what's that? Should have went to her. I should have went to her. Ah, I'm married my wife. She's a doctor. Oh, true. You're, you're, your uh, wife should performed. Hey, my vet. My, my vet. <laughs> my wife, not a vet, for some reason thinks she is a vet when she's at the vet. I'm like, I'm like you work on fucking humans, not hey, dogs. Nope. No. Dogs get the same kind of diseases, allergies, and medical conditions that, that humans do. I don't care what you say. She's not a vet. She's a person physical therapist. Go fix my go fix that old guy's broken hip and leave <laughs> the dog diarrhea to the professionals. Stop trying to die out. You're not even a medical doctor. You're an orthopedic doctor. <laughs> like, listen, come on. I'm so glad fix- she doesn't yeah. listen to this because I'm just ripping her right now. I love you. I love you, my wife. <laughs> speaking into the speaking into existence, you go fix Dolores's toe. She stubbed on the kitchen counter two weeks ago that hasn't gone down yet, and you leave the dogs alone. And we'll go to the vet. But yeah, vets. That's her. That's her. Leave the dog stuff. vomit and to the professionals. But hey, big veterinarian, please hey, be a little bit more compassionate about I'm just my wife. I'll give you. I'll give people a little peek behind the curtain. I've actually had to edit out Gary having to get his dog out of the out of the place where he records <laughs> and let it puke outside before. So that's we've happened. got that figured out. She has acid indigestion. It's basically what it boiled down to. Now she just gets a meprazole. She's fine. Just like humans. Yeah. So fuck vets. But uh, yeah. If you if your dog has a problem, give me a call at blank 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 blank, blank and I'll let you talk to my physical therapist wife. She can probably diagnose your dog because she thinks For she's free. a great. For free. I love you, my wife. I love my DM, wife. DM Coach Gary underscore six. All right, that went off the rails at the end, but that was good. Yeah. That was good. I like that. I like that. Um, so yeah, so this is the podcast. Nice little hour fifteen for you on a Wednesday. Um, and yeah, we went down fifteen. That's surprising. I thought we went much longer than that. I did too. Um. All right, so go birds. Go birds.